What's up, Conroe? You are listening to Nerd Thug Sports. That was my that was my high energy bring in. That Th- was it. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That's me. And you are listening to us on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Uh, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, click Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Um, make sure to check out Patreon. Patreon, the podcast, which drops at 6.01 today. Uh, uh, I think that's all of it. I, you know, I never really, I always feel like I'm forgetting something. <laughs> it's so it's sort of irrelevant. Well, we have sponsors. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to do those. Uh, right, but yeah. like, don't you do the double shout out now? Or is that all we're doing anymore? Oh, God. See, now you just turned into Joey. Yeah. The captain, the captain, uh, Jos- took, Josephi. Took, took Memorial Day off. So we all took the day off. HR gave us the day off. Yeah. Did you do anything fun with your weekend? Uh, I hung out with the family, uh, the the sm- the small one of our group. Oh yeah, of the cousins finally graduated high school, so that's exciting. Yeah, so we all had like a a barbecue. We all hung out at their house. Little barbacoa. Little barbacoa. Um, that's cool. I got in a pool. Nice. Yeah, it was good. It was. I've nice. gone swimming in actually like more than a year. Yeah, man. Like I love getting in pools for the summer, man. That is my thing. It's it's funny because like it's a genuine workout without ever feeling like a workout, right? Because you 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 get out of the water and then you're like, oh god, where I beat my th- I threw myself through a wheel, like what just yeah, happened? I, those are the those are my favorite nights to sleep because I sleep hard those yeah, nights, like a baby, uh, like a fat, lazy, tired baby mm-hmm. that no one's gonna love or care for. Yep. Uh, was that too dark? It was a little dark. Okay. It's a little rough, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. So, lots going on in the sporting world. Um, you want to... Uh, I'll give you some options here. All right. Okay. I love deciding what order we do this. So, the NBA Finals start tomorrow. Start today. Who? This evening. So, we can talk about that. It's the Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors made it to the finals. Yeah, all they had to do was blow up everything they've ever worked on and done. Um, <laughs> we could also talk about there's an interesting news story that I think is worth talking about. Uh, we're uh, a senior in high school uh, has decided to forego his one year of college to go play for New Zealand's professional basketball team. Ah. Kind of similar to the story we had a couple weeks ago about the the baseball player, the baseball player who signed in Japan and may have broken the wheel. Uh, this isn't going to be. This isn't the first one and done who said I'd rather just make money than go to college. Um, but it's the first one. It's the it's the first one this year, and it's one of the bigger ones to do it. Um, let's see. We also there's also a cool Shaquille O'Neal story that I want to talk about. A lot of basketball. A lot of basketball. And um, we kind of just talk. We can talk Houston. You're right. It is a lot of basketball because the Houston Rockets, the big news yesterday was that Daryl Morey has basically said, I will take offers and have conversations about every player on the roster. Huh. Interesting. So what do you want to do? Playoffs, Rockets, uh, high school career or Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, let's go Shaquille O'Neal because he's the only one not playing right now. Okay, so this is an interesting stat. This okay, so Shaquille O'Neal is already a crazy big deal. And right? Yeah, everyone everyone knows Shaquille O'Neal. Everyone knows Shaq, Shaq, Shaq Khan, and he may or may not be one of the more important. He's at the center of a lot of like sports. Venn diagram sports like if you were drawing like you know you ever see like those like relationship charts where it's like big circles little circles and everything's yeah, got yeah. like lines and everything's connected and touching and all that right Shaquille O'Neal may be one of the most important like circles in a circle chart about the NBA he has played with or people who have played or been on rosters with Shaquille O'Neal have made the finals for 36 years in a row. What? 
So for 36 years straight, there has been someone on a finals roster who also has been a teammate of Shaquille O'Neal's. Wow. That's incredible. 36 years. That's insane. How long was he playing basketball for? So that was the other that was my first thought was like like geez, how long did he like how long did he hoop for? Uh and the answer to that is his rookie year was 92. He retired 2011. So he had a a 19-year career in the NBA. In NBA. So essentially, yeah, double his career. I was going to say that's that's mighty impressive. Essentially double his career. He has had people play. Um now some years it's 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 people who are essentially unknowns. Um there was uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name now. It was like a Greg Lyle or Greg White or something like that. Um and he was in Orlando, he was on the Orlando Magic one time. Um Another weird one is, this is just a, a weird coincidence. Steve Kerr finished his career in Orlando. And obviously, he's the coach of the Golden State Warriors. A little bit far. Um, but it's, it's just weird. So, like, Shaq's first couple years, he played with, with Steve Kerr. Um... Obviously, so this is the other part of it that's that's interesting. So Shaquille O'Neal basically had like three careers in the NBA. There was the Shaq Penny era in Orlando, where his rookie deal, his four years, um, they just it just never seemed to work out. Penny Hardaway had some issues. Uh, there was a little bit of jealousy. There was a little bit of money issues. Uh, Penny was never healthy. So then they fast forward to. Um, he wants out, and he goes to L.A., and him and Kobe win three titles together. The dream team. Uh, under uh, the tutelage of Phil Jackson. Uh, Kobe then, uh, really this, Kobe, ego gets in the way, and Kobe decides he wants to be the Laker, not a Laker. And so he says, um, you got to get you got to get rid of uh, Shaq if you want to keep me. Oh, the big sad. And so Shaq gets traded to Miami where he promises that he will win a title before L.A. does. And he then, he him and Dwayne Wade do, in fact, win a title. There you go. And uh, it's I think Alonzo Mourning and Gary Payton are on that team too, honestly. Um, so... Then, that's sort of the end of, like, Big Shaq. And then he plays in Cleveland for a couple of, Or he plays in Phoenix for a couple of years. Then he plays in... Uh, interesting enough, the move that sends him to Phoenix is the move that, like, two years later, gives the Heat the cap room they need to do the super team of LeBron, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade. There you uh, go. So, so Shaquille O'Neal is even involved... In that, um, Shaquille O'Neal then is in Phoenix. He then plays like one year in Cleveland and then one year in uh, Boston. Nice. And so he played with Danny Green, I believe, in Boston. And Danny Green is on the Raptors now in the finals. So this is the 36th year in a row. That's how you do it. That Shaquille O'Neal teammate has been in the finals. That's how you do it. It's a weird thing, but it is an impressive way to help give scope to a legacy. Like it's, right. it's it's a helpful way to kind of explain how he's a little bit better than everyone thinks he is. He's a little bit and everyone listen, he's he's top three centers. He's always gonna be in the discussions. Hall I mean, he's obviously a Hall of Famer. He's a four life guy. Like he's right. a big, 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 big deal. But this is such an interesting, weird thing to add to the resume. Um 
It's just overall very, very odd. But it's a really cool thing to hang your hat on, right? Right. It's definitely a cool thing to be like... The NBA Finals is a hard thing to get to. And so for him to consistently have teammates on it shows a little bit like he surrounds himself with these great people. Right. It's also kind of like a really, like, of of great representation and, like, also gives credence to, like, him not only as, a like, a player but also as a commentator because he can also be like, well, I've played with this guy. I know how. Right. How exactly. I play with greats, so I know exactly what we're doing here. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that part of it. Um, how much time we got here? We got a whole one minute. Okay. So one of the other things that definitely is worth talking about with with Shaquille O'Neal, though, is just he was one of these first, like, super athletes. No, that's really not fair. That's that's really not even true, honestly. He was one of the few who I think I think he wasn't allowed. The rule wasn't in place yet for him to just skip uh, college completely. So he played at LSU. Um, but he is one of those generational athletes that they talk about, and it skips all the way forward now to Zion Williamson. You know, it's like him, LeBron James, uh, Zion Williamson. These guys you just don't see. And you forget their size. Um, if you go back and watch like Shaq's rookie season, where he's like seven one, seven two, two sixty five, two eighty five, and just thick, <laughs> like, but he's just such a big giant of a person. Right. Uh, one of the best dunks you're ever gonna see ever in sports is. He throws down a dunk on a guy with the Knicks, some white dude. And, like, when he's coming down, he just, like, pushes his junk, like, down the, like, whole front chest of the guy. And then shoves the guy down as he's landing. Like, look out. I'm Shaquille O'Neal and I want to come down. (laughs) And the guy gets so insulted and upset, he chunks the basketball back at him. Uh, It's like year one of the Lakers run. And it's it's just a great shot because the guy on his face, you can just tell that like he's so insulted that he doesn't even know how he's like, no one's going to like, is that not a foul? Is that not a technical? Like somebody do something. Don't let him do this to me. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> it's, it's also, he loved breaking the rims, you know? Yeah. Cause he's thick. <laughs> he was just such a big human being. Uh, there's one they used to have like the height adjustable rims. They weren't like set hard. Oh yeah, they would just bend or like they'd flex. Yeah, you could like flex them to different heights. So he like broke the internals on one of those to the point that like the hoop was the, like like whoop. the backboard just like gently lowered itself to the ground <laughs> like in submission. That's a cool feeling, right? I'll never be that cool my whole life. <laughs> To dunk a basketball into submission. Right. Basketball hoop. The hoop bows. Before me. <laughs> like, well, I mean, if you were two feet taller. Bro, if I was two feet taller. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even hang out with you people. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> uh, on that, we're going to jump out of here. We got more com- We got more Nerdflake Sports coming your way. Uh, enjoy the break and stay tuned. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. This is Nerd Thug Sports, and you're hanging out with Corey DLG and uh, Little Brother Nico. That's me. Hey, buddy. Hey. What you doing? Not much. All right. Okay. I'm over it then. All right. Um, let's do this. Let's talk about the Rockets here. All right. Um, 
So news broke that Daryl Morey is basically. I don't really know if this. I don't. This shouldn't be. If anybody who knows Daryl Morey, this shouldn't be news. Um, but the story is the story that broke yesterday that ESPN was freaking out about was that Daryl Morey is willing to entertain trade offers on anyone on the roster. Oh no, including James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> just eh. give him the eh. Eh. All right. Okay, that's fair. Um. So if, if James Harden goes anywhere else, he'll have way more recognition because for some reason everyone hates Houston sports. There's like a weird vendetta against us, I feel like. You think so? It feels that way because like after like we made it so far in the Western Conference and then we won with the Astros, like I feel like Houston sports is always like taking a back seat somehow, like in the grand scheme of sports. I'll say this. When the Astros... Last year's playoffs, when they were, they came in like what fourth? They like no, they uh, so in the first round though, the Astros kept playing the early games, even though they were the defending World Series champions. Right, back in the postseason, and it was Alex Bregman who was like, "Why aren't we playing the primetime games now?" After they won the first series. The second series was, I believe, against the Dodgers, but those were primetime games, at least. Um, I mean, I get it. I we we there are bigger markets ahead of Houston, so being great at a sport for a tiny length of time is not enough. It's just not. Yeah, but I feel like we've already been good but, for but a decent uh, amount of time. So s- no one is objective in sports, right? Like right. everyone thinks that they were... Everyone plays their favorites. Well, but but, but what I was going to say is, like, yes, we we haven't been bad, but do you really feel like we've been so good that nationally people agree that we're important? I think so. You do. Why why us over someone like Utah? Um cuz we still we still make the playoffs every time and we do have the leading scorer in the NBA <laughs> okay. on our team. <laughs> no, I mean I, I don't disagree. I'm just trying to kind of why not Oklahoma City? They have Mr. Triple Double on their team. Mr. Triple Triple Double now. Okay, but James Harden has been consistent and with us for years. So, so your answer is, we are consistently, but but so good. are other teams, is what I'm saying. So Oklahoma City is is uh, regularly in the playoffs between a three and a six seed. Uh, Russell Westbrook is one of the best players in the NBA. He's been an MVP. So is James Harden. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is. Is that a national bias, or is that just sports fanism in general? Nobody ever gets promoted to the top. Like, the Patriots had to win a bunch, and now that they've won a bunch, people hate them just as much as they like them, right? Yeah, because, like, now it's just impressive. Because they're like, oh, God, they're going to win again. It's been how many decades? (laughs) So, I don't know that that it's necessarily, like, A national bias, although ESPN does love to show, like anytime ESPN shows clips of somebody playing well, it it's, it's never us. It's usually against us, is what I was actually gonna say. Yeah, that's also fair. It's almost always against us, and it's very annoying. Uh, in football, especially. Uh, anytime there's like a receiver going off in a, in a replay for like five catches and they're showing like great moves they made, they're almost always, uh, um, they're yeah. almost always against the Texans. Yeah. And Hopkins is one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the NFL. And he gets nowhere near the amount of credit he deserves. For how all the crazy, insane catches that he makes all the time. But that's because... 
I don't think individual accomplishment in team sport is recognized as a big thing. No, that's fair. So, but like, he's an integral. He's again, but you but can. We, but, but two years ago, we were two and fourteen. Last year, we were nine and seven. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about him specifically. Like the we, it is yes, every sport is a team sport. But you, again, you always recognize you always recognize key pieces in your team's lineup. Yeah, no, no, for sure. If teams are playing us, they game plan against Don, DeAndre Hopkins. But I don't necessarily think that just because we have DeAndre Hopkins, we should be nationally celebrated. No, I don't. Like Larry Fitzgerald has a lot of really nice things said about him, but nobody spends any time talking about the Cardinals. No, they just say nice things about Larry Fitzgerald. And I think that that's the the Texans especially haven't been any sort of consistently good. No, and that makes not it, at all. That makes it really hard. Yeah, no, that I, they're the weakest example. Yeah. Um. Real quick though, I've I, I've expressed to you how much I would like to see a, a trade of some kind happen on this roster. Yeah. On the Rockets. Oh yeah. I just don't know what it could be. I, I just don't know what could possibly. No idea. Like, so people were talking about like, oh, contracts and who could be traded and who couldn't be and blah, blah, blah. Any, so Chris Paul has three years left and like $120 million. When he's 37, it's over $40 million. I believe it's 42 so the likelihood of a team taking on a Chris Paul contract is small. Right. They're they, not going to want him. They would want to give us a big pain in the butt in response to that. They'd be like, if I got to pay Chris Paul $41 million at 37, then I need you to take this guy that I hate and everyone hates. And that's kind of that's usually what will happen in a trade like that. If someone's going to take on a bunch of money in a big contract, someone else is going to be really unhappy. Um. Past that, the the I think the two parts that might be traded. Eric Gordon is the fourth best player on this team. Uh, he's got some value, but he's under contract for a, a little bit of time also. Uh, and then also, uh, Clint Capella is a he's got. Three years, no, he's got four years and $66 million. So it's about $16 million a season. That's a really good deal for a starting center. That's a very, that's below market value. I I believe Clint Capella is the piece that gets traded. Oh, no, but I like him. He gives us something different because a lot of teams don't play inside right now, and... He's one of the few guys who who helps us tremendously on defense and also can give James Harden and Chris Paul an inside outlet to to just put the ball in the air, just get it to somebody. Right. I don't I don't know the thing of it is is if they got rid of if they get rid of Capella, it would be for a shooter of some caliber, I'm assuming. And I don't know that that is the right play. I don't think this is the may. <laughs> I don't think this is the way to go. <laughs> I I mean another ISO shooter. You know what I want? What I would like to see. And this isn't Daryl Morey style. And we're up against it. We'll get out of here on this. Uh, I would like to see the Rockets wait and see what happens with Golden State. Potentially, Golden State could be losing Demarcus Cousins, uh, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Could be. And two of those guys might even wind up in the East. All three might wind up in the East. Um, the West may be the place to be. No, I still don't think that. I think I still think there's too many good teams in the West. But we could be the best team in the West. We at could. That, at that point, we would be the best team in the West. If Golden State explodes and we don't pull up first. Right, exactly. Um, I'd like to just see what Golden State does before we do anything. Also, L.A. I mean, L.A. has cap room and moves they want to make. They might wind up, and the Clippers, too, as well. So, you can't wait and let them get better before you decide what to do, but you can at least wait and see what the Warriors do. Right. And try and respond accordingly. 
Because if the Warriors get worse, I I don't want to make any moves at that point. <laughs> I don't want to do anything now. <laughs> no, I want to I want to spend one more year just like this and see if we can beat them. All right, with that, I'm going to jump out here. We got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way here in a little bit. Uh, enjoy the break, and we'll be right back. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? This is Corey, DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. That's me. We're hanging out on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Accurate. Um, the podcast drops at six oh one today. True, it is about two thirty somewhere. I don't have a clock on me. I'm somewhere saying. around there sounds about right. Ish. Anyway, it's a uh, Thursday, and we're uh, we're previewing right now the NBA finals. But before we get into that, Nico, want to tell everybody about our friends at Cox ATA. Cox ATA. They got two convenient locations: one in Magnolia, one in Conroe. Uh, they got all kinds of things to do. They have, they have Taekwondo. They have uh, uh, Tai Chi. They have stuff for the little ones. They have all kinds of courses that you can take at any skill level, at any age. Go there. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. It's a great way to head to get a head start. It's the summer. That's right. Get, get your summer body ready, boys. Uh, also, get get your kids out of the house. Right, get your kids out of the house now that school's out. They got something to do, get some school's discipline. School's out for oh, summer. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Cox ATA. Check out their Facebook page. Locations. Conroe in Magnolia. Uh, Magnolia. Uh, what do they do? They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave. A legacy. Um, speaking of legacies... Um, we already did the Shaq segment. True. It's already done. Oh. It's too late. No one else gets a legacy? Nope. That's it. The Golden State Warriors. Oh, that one's pretty good, too. Um. Okay. So, off the top of my head, I believe this is their fifth straight finals appearance. It's pretty good. Which I have been saying throughout the playoffs that I didn't think they would do. It's very hard to do. LeBron James has been to the finals, I think, like six in a row. Uh, but they are, those were different teams. That was between his last year in Cleveland, or no, no, that was between his four years in Miami and his four years in Cleveland. Uh, he had seven finals appearances in a row, I believe. So three years in Cleveland. Um, but as a team, but as a team, five in a row. That to me, it's impressive. That takes that. Uh, more importantly than that, the team got better in the middle of this, right? Um, so they they go, they win their first appearance. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, who was LeBron James with Matthew Dellavedova and J.R. Smith, uh, because both Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were hurt for that series. The Cavs, with everyone, they come back and they win the second one. So, it's Warriors-Cavs two in a row. So, um, what then happens is Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City and he signs with the Warriors. The Warriors then have they've added Kevin Durant to what was already back-to-back finals appearances good, right? Um, From there, they then turn around and they beat Cleveland again. Cleveland comes back pretty much the same team. They're healthy. 
Golden State is back now with Kevin Durant. Um, and so now the problem becomes they're, they're too good. So that's the third finals appearance. Kevin Durant is finals MVP. They win the title. Then the, uh, the fourth one right here was the Cleveland Cavaliers again. And, uh, the Warriors beat them again, again. And, uh, then from there though. I really didn't think they would make it back this year. I just, there was so much other stuff going on. The Rockets had almost beat them, but Chris Paul had been hurt. Um, it was it was just surprising to see them back in the finals. Also, they, they handled the Rockets with great ease. Kevin Durant got hurt. This was the perfect time for quote-unquote fate to reward the Rockets, and they didn't deliver. They, they failed. Uh, privately at the time to people, I said, okay, if they're going to, if they're going to lose without, when Kevin Durant gets hurt, then we can never complain about Chris Paul again. Nope. Cause they didn't win with him healthy. They didn't win with him injured. Right. And there was, so last year we had an injury and we thought, okay, well, you know, too bad. That's bad luck, but we'll make it this time. They had an injury. And we thought, okay, we should be able to take advantage of that. And we didn't. Um, so that being said, from there, the issue becomes... Uh, I just think... I, I thought it was just too much pressure. I thought it would just be too hard. But they're, they're, they're back. They're in it. Fifth straight finals appearance. Strong play. And um, playing for their fourth title in five years strong it's just crazy to think about it's Um, such a it's such a great run and like and not even like oh this is just like a great run this has been past five years yeah exactly exactly it's it hasn't been like over some crazy huge span of time um yeah it's not like well this team's been good for the past 10 years it's well, let's shift gears on this then. So now let's talk about the the Toronto Raptors, the LeBronto Raptors. Um, LeBron being in the East just ruined them for four years. They There was just nothing they could do about it. The second LeBron leaves, though, um, they had just made the trade for Kyrie Irving for Kawhi Leonard, basically. Mm-hmm. Or DeMar DeRozan, I'm sorry. DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. They basically just reset, like... It's not a reset to the franchise, but it's a big change because the Toronto Raptors had built their team in such a way that it was these guys who played together and came up together. It was a core group of guys, and they were designed to... All their contracts expire at the same time. So if it didn't work, they could just kind of quit on the whole thing at once. Right. Instead... They blow it up one year early because there's an opportunity to get Kawhi Leonard. Um, and it worked, I guess, right? Like, here they are now in the playoffs. Right. Um, <laughs> and look, they've made it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, here they are in the finals, I should say. I don't think, I had been a little hard on them this whole time kind of saying how I don't really believe this was... I, I didn't think it was a great idea making the trade. But now that we're on the other side of it, obviously it's worth it, right? Right. Yeah, it's always... It's, I mean, hindsight's always like twenty twenty, where it's like, well, look at us now. Clearly that was the right decision, but it's always easy to say that. It is. Um, I... <laughs> You know what else is interesting? The Raptors are the only team to make it to the NBA Finals in a long time. There's a date. I don't remember what it was. It's, it's crazy. Who don't have a lottery pick. None of these players on this team were picked in the first 14 picks of the draft. Nice. So this whole... Now, granted, they, they're all still superstars. Ky, uh, Kyrie Lowry has had a great career. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is one of the you know top five players in the NBA. Um... So honestly, there there's still superstars on this team, but none of them were that big hype 
got to take a guy, you know, this guy's a top five prospect. Like these are all guys. This is good scouting and, and, and is what I'm getting at for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's all it. there is to it. There you go. Um, so to me overall, I, I, I'm excited about this. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, like, I don't want to say Golden State because they're obviously, oh, they're the best ones, so they do this every time. But, like, I don't, they sh- they're just good. Like, they, they beat the Rockets with a, with a hurt team. So, Kevin Durant may not play at all. Uh, he, he is, he is missing game one for sure. DeMarcus Cousins, who hurt his leg early in the playoffs. Uh, he is, he is going to travel with the team. He says he is ready to start playing. He just has to, like, it's just a pain issue for him. And he says he can play through it. Um, I don't, I don't really know how accurate that is. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I've never, that's never a good strategy. I don't think, uh, it's hurt. It's probably not broken. Isn't really ineffective. (laughs) Use of your time, like, oh, this hurts when I do this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Is never a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a good pain. Like I don't know. Uh, well, and the thing is, they're playing so good without them too, right? Right. Yeah, they're fine. They don't really need you to do this to endanger yourself. Yeah, they don't need him. The bulk, the ball movement has been great. The shooting has been great. The scoring has been great. The last thing they need is, is him. Coming in and slowing the team down, right? Yeah, and making his injury worse. So then he definitely can't play later if they do end up needing him. If someone else gets hurt, well, I don't think they play him at all because that's the thing. It's a one-year deal for him. He's going to be a free agent as soon as the finals are over. Yeah, uh, I think he wants to play to kind of prove to people that he is a. I can do this. Yeah, I think he wants to play just to prove. That he's plus he wants some of the minutes in for them finals. Well, yeah, he wants to he wants to showcase before anyone gives him money that he's that he can play. You know, for a second, everyone thought this was going to be like a massive injury and that he was going to have to rehab again and blah blah blah. Um, it turns out it doesn't need surgery to fix, so it's not the end of the world. And um, yeah, it's just kind of a weird. I don't know that they'll play him at all. I don't think they will. I think I, there's going to be a lot of if the games aren't close, there's going to be a lot of clips of the of the of the Warriors bench, where like it's just going to be Demarcus Cousins like watching everyone else play, right? And people are going to be like, "Oh, is he going to go in?" Uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, he doesn't. No, nope, still no, no. All right, we're going to jump out of here when we, when we uh, take another break. I'm going to go ahead and say the Warriors win in like five. Yeah. The, what is it? The not gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman sweep. sweep. Yeah, I think the, I think somewhere the Raptors win one, but then I think that's it. All right, this is Nerdflix Sports. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're cur- hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Yep. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Like, after, after like, the 30th yep, you just start, like, <laughs> I would take away your sick days, but you're out of those. Like, I don't even know what I else. I didn't have any to begin with. You don't need more. That's for darn sure. My eyes glazed over. <laughs> um, all right. Go ahead and tell everybody about the adventure begins, Nico. I don't know anything about them. I only know about Cox ATA. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the one that always reads the ad, right? <sighs> I know, but Mr. Yep over here. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> All right. The Adventure Begins on 1488, Comics, Games, and More. Um, it's definitely a great place to go. It's well-lit. It's family-friendly, knowledgeable staff. 
Uh, they got all kinds of gaming elements going on. It's a great place to go. I just opened my poll box. Oh, did you get the 5%? Uh, 10%. 10%? 10%, wow. yeah. I don't know anything. Uh, you really don't. Um, I am holding the House of X and Powers of X. Nice. The two six-issue miniseries. Nice. Uh, they're going to uh, introduce the Marvel Comics, like reintroduce the X-Men to the Marvel Comics. It's nice. exciting. Oh. There's a new Heroclix set that's about to come out, Black Panther and the Illuminati. Oh, that set looks neat. There's another Namor. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> uh, there's a new Dungeons & Dragons book out here recently. They do uh, Adventures League on Sundays. They have cosplay crafting. They also do Trivia Tuesdays, I believe. Um, they also do BYOB in the evenings on Friday and Saturday. They also have the rotating Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. That's right. Those are on Saturday days. Um, so really what you need to do is you need to get out there, too. The adventure begins on 1488. Come hang out. Come say hi. Uh, everybody's really nice over there. We've, we're, we're friends with the staff. We all got to hang out a little bit at Comic Palooza. We all had a good time. Um, make sure you say hi. And most importantly, it's it's it, I've been saying time is running out. Time is, in fact, running out. There is a date, a very specific date that you have to get your pool box by in order to receive the 10%. That's a lot. Adds up significantly. It does. It does. Comics are like five bucks now. Right. So a dollar off of $10 is worth it. Super relevant. Super relevant. Very relevant. Um, anyway, make sure you go to The Adventure Begins on 1488 and get your nerd on where the adventure begins. begins. Um, yeah, okay. So... How much time have we got left here? Nico? We got a whole segment, so like 11 minutes. Okay. So I, th- I, I thought we had gone over. No. Okay. All right. Good. I've reined us in a little bit. Oh, look at you. How'd you do that with all your yes? Yeah. Um. So there's one story we're going to get to, and then there's something else we're going we're gonna to touch on here. The first thing, though, is another uh, young man has decided to forego his college to play professional basketball. basketball. This time, though. Impressively, it's uh, he's going to be going to the New Zealand League. Oh, that's fun! Home of the Kiwis. He's going to be going to a New Zealand League. Um, can't imagine New Zealand is all that competitive, but they also do have rugby, which is insane. <laughs> so maybe they are way more competitive because they're a tiny island. Yeah. Uh, the kid's name is R.J. Hampton. All right. And I trust you. There were some people who were already projecting he was the sixth best prospect in the 2020 NBA draft. That's real far from now. Well, it's next year. Uh, that's real far. Okay. But what they were saying is if he goes to college and doesn't get hurt and plays how we think he plays, then he's he's probably somewhere in the top ten. That I, is a lot of speculation. It is, but that's their job. Like That's what they do. Uh, that's how that goes. Uh, I had been saying... For a little bit, that if at this point, if I'm someone who can play professional sports only for as long as I physically am able to, why wouldn't you do it as long as possible? You need to start as soon as yes, possible. Yeah. yeah. So as long as possible means starting early. Yeah, absolutely. If I can graduate high school a year early, straight, I'm straight into it. Yeah. And I go to New well, Zealand for the first year because based on the NBA rules, I can't be drafted until. A year after my high school class graduates, whatever it is, whatever the so dumb rule is. So go play basketball for a year. So I go to New Zealand. And then go back and play basketball again. Right. And what you do, it's not necessarily about seeing like his stats at the end of a year. It's a, it's because they probably won't be great. It's, it's not likely that he's going to go and be one of the best players in the Australian nat- like National League of Basketball. New Zealand. Well, he's playing for the New Zealand team. It's in an Australian league. All right. Yeah. That's very different. It is. It is. You said New Zealand league. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's a New Zealand team. Australian league. Yes. Okay. And I think they're the New Zealand Blazers or Bombers or something like that. Yeah. New Zealand has a bunch of crazy names for their stuff. It's great. Why not? Yeah. Um, Their rugby team is called the All Blacks. I don't know why. That that feels less appropriate. (laughs) That feels less crazy and more... Insulty, uh, <laughs> but they're not all black. <laughs> uh, they're not now. They probably were when they started, though, and that's probably how the name stuck. I don't know. Oh, is it the All Blacks? Yeah, just call them that. <laughs> Write it down. 
I don't know why I'm British in that, but it is. Because it it's the British people making fun of Australians. Cause there they, you go. They can't speak English. None of them speak it right. They don't speak American. <laughs> That's right. They should learn American. Um, like, I don't think he's going to go and be this dominant, amazing prospect, but I don't think he needs to be. I think right. what's important is that he goes and he gets groomed, learns the process, learns... And he's a professional, so... Exactly. What he needs to learn is how to take coaching, how to work with people, needs to show that the schedule doesn't affect him. Um, right, and also it's it's a lot better because, like, when when you go into a league, like, if you're going into a college and, you know, you're already, like, this kid's projected to be number five in the whatever. He's supposed to be really strong. So, like, you already have those expectations running into you. So, like, going into a professional league, it's like everyone here plays professional basketball. You're not super special. Right, exactly. Like, unless you literally come into the thing and then are number one, like, it's irrelevant. Right, exactly. No, that's a good That's a good point. And I think that that's, yeah, the expectations are going to be a little bit lower. But the thing that, that is weird that we do to college athletes and sports is think about this. So, you're a senior, you graduate high school. You then play freshman basketball. So you move out, you have to learn how to do everything on your own, personal life, social life, and you have to learn basketball, and you have to learn college on your own. So you have to learn three things on your own. You're starting over on three things. Then, if you're good enough, if you're who we're talking about, then the very next year, you move again. Now you got to learn about the NBA and how all of that works. Now you got to learn about being a professional, and then you still got to learn. You basically have to relearn basketball because you've got to learn Professional basketball. Their basketball, not the college team's basketball, not the high school team's basketball. So we basically start these kids over. Twice. In a row. Yeah. Within within the span of eight months. Which is brutal. People don't like change, and it's hard enough to deal with it once. Right. And so, like, to me, this kid's already going to know how to handle the professional side of things. How to manage his time, his bookings, his signings, his agent, his manager... How to handle practice. Yeah, workouts, practice. How to keep all this stuff scheduled. He'll start to build a regimen already. Instead of going from at college, there's a bunch of stuff you don't have to worry about. The signings, the agents, the managers, the other money parts. That's not important. No, because you're not supposed to be doing it. Right. And then the other part of it is the college structures a lot of your dieting, your workout, and all that. Because you're in classes and you have a schedule, there's only certain amounts of times you're available. So these things have to happen at certain times. So a lot of these kids, when they get to the pros, they're not managing their time well. They have to kind of figure out all of a sudden a new like a new system, a new system, a new, you know, yeah, the literally the facilities are open all day. If you want to come in early, they'll give you a key. If you want to stay late, they'll give you the password. They don't care. Like, they want you there whenever you want to be there as long as you're in the gym. Like, that's great for them. So, you can come and go as you please. Come and go and work out as you please. And do whatever you want, nutrition-wise. They're going to have suggestions. Right. Uh, if you come in fat, they're going to be mad at you. But they're not going to be the ones, like, regulating it. They're not going to control you on it. They're not going to... They could. They might give you a whole menu of things you should eat. But if you go to Wendy's every day, they're not going to complain about it. Right. They're not going to be the ones controlling you, telling you that. So it, it falls on you to do those things. And so instead of doing this weird middle year of college where you're controlled but also not, and you you don't have the freedom you need to figure these things out, just skip it. Just skip it completely. And so to me, in that regard, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I, we, we kind of said something similar about the other guy who went to Japan for the baseball deal. Well, for that one, that one's just about money to me. That's yeah. just about no, that money one, that one's Yeah, that one, that one more so about the money, but also, like, basketball, despite all of the great, like, strides the NBA makes and all these players that are great right out of high school, but, like, I feel like they're, like, this close. I don't know if you can visually... A smidge. A, a smidge. smidge. They're so close. I feel to getting rid of this like year thing, they, or like the NBA has said they're going to phase it out over time, but they have they don't have a timeline for that or a yeah, plan they, for that. So like, because didn't they don't they have like basically like a minor league? That yeah, there's, they a, oper- G, there's the, a Gatorade a G League, the G League. Um, I could see that becoming infinitely more prominent. 
Well, they've also opened up the G League now and said that certain players will be invited if they desire to join the G League rather than go to college. But no one's done that yet. It's apparently it's not it's not as much money as these other teams are offering in the world. Uh the New Zealand deal apparently is is the the first year's worth a bunch of money. Uh Yeah, so I mean like that that just may be, you know, NBA feeling around. I no, think. It, no, it is. I think it is. I think they. So they'll they'll figure it out eventually. I think they are moving away from that. Because um, it always, I like, I've always been a one who's like, if you're good enough to play out of high school, just play. Right. Just play. There's no reason you shouldn't be. No, because you're not going to be physically great forever. Right. And so this window is going to close. How much time do we have? We have zero seconds. Okay. Uh, there was a news alert that came out also yesterday that the NFL Players Union notified the players to begin saving their money. For a strike or player lockout <gasps> in the twenty after the twenty twenty one season, why? They have collective bargaining agreements that expire at sets lengths of time. Ah. that's when the next one expires. I see. And the players' union in the NFL, people kind of said they got their butt kicked after the last negotiation. 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 My yeah, man, that was, so they've they've already started reaching out to their players and told them. Save money. You're gonna be prepared. It. They're trying to convince players to save up a year's worth of money. Ooh, I don't know. That's uh, uh, with sports and retirement. I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> gonna be feasible for some people. Oh no, some of those people. Yeah, they they blow it. They blow it right away. Uh, but ooh, money gone. Exactly. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poor again. Um. But so all that being said, we'll keep an eye on that because that's that's going to be big. I mean, if the billion got to wait a couple years, if, but it'll be real big. If, well, we'll know sooner than that as right. they start sitting down and going over what's happening. Yeah, after the twenty twenty season, the union and the owners will, will they'll get together and they'll say, "This is what we want. This is what you want," and they'll work on it all year. And if at the end of the twenty twenty one season they're not close enough, they're gonna shut it down. So yeah, they're telling them to save like they're telling them to save their Madden money, their sponsor money. They're saying, "Listen, just bank, hold it. Bank as much as possible. You gonna need it." That's uh, never a good feeling. I never want to hear, "Hey, you're gonna have to start saving a lot of money because we may not win this one." <laughs> um, which would you rather hear? That you need to save money because this might be a long fight, or you just come in one day and they're just like, "Hey, everybody, go home." No, that the second one's definitely way worse, but. The first one's not great either. <laughs> yeah, the first one's not good news either. That that part is true. That one where it's like, hey, you know those things you wanted to do? Mm. Mm. How about you just pay your bills? Because you broke. <laughs> uh, all right, with that, we're going to jump out of here. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, this is Nerd Thug Sports you've been listening to. On behalf of Corey DLG and Little Brother Nico, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Mm.